and I had a full quota of hair in 1998. I I look like a, a fat Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> I can't feel anything. <laughs> oh, 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 mysterious God, the way you work for me. <laughs> oh, shut your face. <laughs> Unicorns. Unicorns, they'll be back. Leprechauns. And we can like, we can have pet Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Centaurs. Centaurs. That sort of stuff. My mum would read them to me before she locked me in the cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) I'd overhear my mum reading them to the popular children. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I once named a youth group team Fifty Shades of Prey. (laughs) (laughs) People were... People judged me. (laughs) I don't know why. Quite rightly. Why would they do that? A wee story about... A wee story? I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, sorry. It's not all about you. (laughs) (laughs) This is a light-hearted podcast because so many people find church and the Bible quite hard to access. We thought we'd just chat together as mates and talk about some themes from a biblical viewpoint in a way that you might not find in church. And hopefully it will help and encourage people. We go off on loads of tangents and we don't take ourselves too seriously So apologies if any of this sounds irreverent in any way. This kind of podcast might not be for everyone. Hope you enjoy. Hi, guys. Hi. (laughs) Hello. Hello. I'm Dan Ursel. I'm Ben Harrison. I'm Adam Elena. This is another opportunity to listen to The Podical Sons. And to introduce the world to comedy. (laughs) A new form of comedy. I think we're up to... um, no subscribers at the moment. I know, it's brilliant. Well, we haven't released it yet. <laughs> this is, one day we might get a person who listens. This is that honeymoon period, you know, when you think you're doing something good. When you tell your wife to shove it <laughs> and storm off to the bar. You think you're doing something good, but no one's actually told you that it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, how do you know what honeymoon period? Sorry. All right. The main, <laughs> the main thing is, the main thing is that we're enjoying ourselves. Really, it doesn't matter if we no one listens and no one cares. No, I've got. Well, I've, I've mentioned I've got significant shoulder pain today, and it's distracting me a little bit. Are you high on morphine? I'm high. I've taken naproxen, ibuprofen, cocodamol, and diazepam this morning. Basically, and that's no joke. A cocktail of drugs, that, and it's had no effect. A Molotov cocktail of drugs. Yeah. This is shocking. How many fingers am I holding up? I beg your pardon. (laughs) (laughs) I can't feel anything. (laughs) Oh, dear. So you're you're saying you can't be held responsible for any of the things you say and do? No, if I I suddenly F and Jeff, then I can't be held responsible. Why does Jeff get brought into everything? Well, you know what Jeff's like. Jeff, Jeff loves his Fs. Right. So, go on. No, Adam was asking me how I lost my hair. Okay. And I had... A full quota of hair in 1998, and then I started to bleach it quite heavily, and um, it all fell out after that. In fact, once when I was well, actually someone was bleaching it for me, the bleach spilt onto the windowsill, and the paint all bubbled up. No, we were house sitting, and we had to then sand the windowsill down and paint it again. Uh, that's how strong the bleach. I don't think it was hair bleach. I think it was like bleach bleach that's amazing yeah. so you basically bleached yourself bald well the moral of the story is yeah don't bleach your hair just no, fair enough. go with what god gives you right so without any further ado do what's that game we play 
Uh, Bible or Dribble. Yay! Oh, I'm absolutely awesome at this. Bible or Dribble. I think if we if we had taken a score, I'd be beating Ben at least 12-2. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've got one point. Carry on. <laughs> what I was going to say before we go on to Bible or Dribble is those of you listening to this who don't know what we look like... Um, Basically, imagine the Aryan youth. Um, we're all blonde, really tall, muscular. <laughs> okay. And, I, um, I look like a, a fat Brad Pitt. <laughs> Without the Brad Pitt bit. What's that young yeah. lad off... Uh, <laughs> the young lad off... Um, well, like Johnny Vegas. Ralph. Ralph off Sounds of, Sound of Music. Little blonde boy that <laughs> goes out with Liesl. Goes out with up joining the Hitler Youth. What are you talking about? Has anyone oh, not no. seen The Sound of Music a hundred times? I have times? seen not for years. I've seen The Sound of Music about twice. Yeah, I've had so much potential and they were swayed to the dark side. I feel like these podcasts are more like a name pub chat. Well, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> the things we talk about. None of the world's problems are sorted out in the pub. <laughs> I think you'll find that it is Ben that always gets us off, off topic somehow. Off something. <laughs> Who's he getting off with? Um, anyway... Adam and I have recently served in a youth event where we play Bibble or Dribble. So if he gets any of these right, it might be because they've overlapped with um, us playing them. But I'll try and pick ones that we haven't covered recently. So he will forget. But Adam's memory is so bad. It is terrible. That um, I'm surprised he turned up here this morning. Carry on. I'm, I'm glad that at the start of the podcast, we all say our names, because otherwise I'd never remember who you guys are. <laughs> right, Bibble or Dribble. So the point of this game is I will say something, and you've got to tell me whether it's in the Bible, Bibble, or if it's made up a bunch of dribble. Or dribble. Dribble. Bible or dribble. Right, riddle me this. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, yes, he does. Well-known quote, in the Bible or not in the Bible? God works in mysterious ways. Bibble or dribble? Mm. God works in mysterious ways. I'm going to say, I'm going straight off dribble. Um, so that's a map, we've, we've made that up. God works in mysterious ways. I feel like that's a paraphrase. I don't think they use the word mysterious in the Bible. Hang ever. on, isn't that Peter Andre? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's mysterious girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God works... Oh, mysterious God, <laughs> the way you work for me. But if there if there is a verse yeah. about mysterious, uh, God works in mysterious ways, then it won't be worded like that. I'm saying. Yeah, that's I agree with Adam. I think you've, that's a massive paraphrase of the whole of the Bible. So now, don't you come back by saying, "Oh, it <laughs> says the ways of God are mysterious." I want those exact words you said. In the Bible. Yeah, in that order. So we're saying dribble. So you're both saying dribble. Yeah. yeah, but only for those exact words. <laughs> I don't want in that exact order story about <laughs> how the workings of God is slightly odd. It's like you don't trust me. Carry on. The answer is, <laughs> and you can play along with this, people listening, choose one. The answer is dribble. Yes. Good. Result. Result. You're right. It's not actually verbatim in the bible uh, in fact there is a version what does verbatim mean for us thick people it means it's like word word for word, word. word oh okay there is there's bits that generalize it and can you do gcc latin no i know what verbatim means but i okay. thought for the, our thick listeners yeah. they might need to know yeah what them not you yeah there's a um 
there's a bit in Isaiah that alludes to it. And it's only the NLT version, the New Living Translation, that introduced it in 1996. Oh, was it? But it, that's a paraphrased version and not a literal translation. Yeah. Okay. So, mm. so w- what was it paraphrased from? Any specific area or just the whole of the Bible? Dan was just telling us oh, if you were listening. Oh, which literally wasn't listening to what he just said. <laughs> literally just <laughs> oh, said oh, all that No, there was a particular verse in Isaiah. I think it's 45 verse 15. I find if people listen to me, I save so much time. I was my listening, life. Dan. Next question. Uh, let me get you a good one. Is there a bit in the Bible where a woman tricks her father-in-law to sleep into sleeping with them? Into sleeping with them? With her. With her. A woman tricks her father-in-law. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to say Bible. I'm pr- I, I don't know where that is, but I'm... That's unlike you. I'm... Not to know where something is. Yeah. <laughs> All sorts of twisted <laughs> I am stuff happens drawn Bible, to that so. verse thinking... I remember this happening. Basically, you want it to be true. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or it was in Game of Thrones. I can't remember. Uh, it's true. It's in the Bible. You going with true? It is Bibble. Yes. It's, it's in the Bible. What, what, where is it from? Where is it from? It's in Genesis 38, verse 11 to 30. Who sleeps with who? It's a story about a woman who... Um, she, her husband dies and her father-in-law is They get him drunk, don't they? No, that's is, a different one. Isn't there two sisters who... Yeah, you're talking oh, about um, Lot. Oh, you're thinking yeah. about seven brides for seven brothers. <laughs> you're talking about the incest there because they asleep with their father. Oh, yeah, anyway. not the father-in-law. But this one is a, a woman, uh, her husband dies. The father-in-law is supposed to take care of her or get her to marry one of her, his sons, but he doesn't want to do that. So she she fake dresses up as a prostitute he uh, does the dirty she gets pregnant he's about to stone her and then she says actually you were the one who got me pregnant and what are the names of these characters okay know her yeah <laughs> and Mokova. Okay, yeah <laughs> yeah brilliant that's the the original in the land of Mordor that's the <laughs> that's the Hebrew names yeah is that how many have we done now? That's that two. That's two. two. We've got two yeah. out of two. All right. So we've got two out of two. Right. You guys are getting good at this. Um, well, when Christians die, they will spend eternity in heaven. Bibble or dribble? Uh, isn't that the whole basis of well, our faith? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. Hang on. <laughs> when you tell Christians me. die, it's they will spend eternity in heaven. But it's so obvious. I, I want to say dribble, but that is the basis of our yeah, faith. Yeah, I kind of think that's the reason we're, the reason for the season. Yeah. So, Bible. Bible? Uh, it, it's, yeah, it it's too, I'm saying Bible, but I, I feel it's like one of those too good to be true. If it's dribble, I'm dropping the microphone and walking out of Christianity forever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if it's triple, it'd be better leaving. Yeah, I'm leaving the church. It is dribble. <laughs> oh, shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it would be dribble. Well, apparently, it says there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Right. And we oh, will yeah. spend uh, the majority of time on the new earth, um, which will be heaven-like because yeah. heaven will be on earth, but it's actually the new earth. So we we're not going to heaven. No, you do. I think everyone goes to heaven, but it's for but a, it's, it's like a stopover. Ooh, baby, do you know it's I worth? I think this is, there's some deep theological questions we need to ask here. Who heaven is a place on earth? Belinda Carlisle. Well, I'm 
totally open for you guys at some point uh, during this <laughs> podcast season, opening up your Bibles yeah. and having a look. Well, get, get real. <laughs> <laughs> Start the car, Ben. We're off. Uh, hang on. Let's just explore this a bit more. So we go to a new... This is basically the last battle in the line in C.S. Lewis, isn't it? I know it's based on God anyway in the Bible. I'd read the Bible more than the Chronicles oh, of Narnia. That's much more interesting. Um, <laughs> so we're going to a new earth for how long? You can have a, you can have a look at it, but in the at the end there will be a new heaven and a new earth apparently, and, and then we're we going will to be heaven. spending time. But I'm totally open for. I mean, we're like with any of this stuff, people can debate it. But yeah, do you know what I'd like to see on a new earth? Go on, more rhinos. Ah. Well, I imagine when there is a new earth, it will be origi- like the original Garden of Eden. And yeah. th- they'll bring back all of the um, extinct animals, the dodos. Does and that mean we can like, ride on a Pegasus? The Neanderthals. And, and the Triceratops. I'm not sure a Pegasus was actually... Unicorns. Unicorns, they'll be back. And we can, like, we can have pet Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Centaurs. Yeah, centaurs. centaurs. Have you read The Last Battle from... T.S. Lewis. No, I wasn't no, really taken by those books. Okay. My mum would read them to me uh, before she locked me in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'd overhear my mum reading them to the popular children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ne- the popular children next door. I've read all the Harry Potters. Does that count? I think that's the opposite of <laughs> Christian. Oh, don't get into that one. And Lord of the Rings. He was a Christian, yeah, Tolkien. Fifty Shades of Grey. He was a contemporary <laughs> of Lewis. J.K.R. Rowling. J.K.R. Tolkien. <laughs> Tolkien. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? He was he was a Christian, wasn't he? I yeah. once named a youth group team Fifty Shades of Prey. <laughs> people were people judged me. <laughs> I don't know Quite why. Rightly. Why would they do like that? A judge. <laughs> a judge judged you. Right. Good to see you guys. Everything all right? Your lives are A-OK, no problems? Ben is in agony. Oh, my life is perfect, apart from the fact that I'm crippled in my shoulder, which I haven't mentioned yet. Not yet. enough times. Go on, tell us about it. I'm crippled in my shoulder. It's horrendous. But we're not here to talk about me. How are you? I've had a fantastic week serving alongside Adam in a youth event. Oh, it's not all about you. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it basically, it's a large excuse for me and Adam to be juvenile um, with an audience who yeah. are too young to know better. It's basically our podcast live <laughs> without is. you. Do you do this sort of thing up front? Yeah, this is basically what we do. Yeah. Okay. And this is why every year we say, come on, we'll get involved. Stop holding my hand. <laughs> why did you put your hand out? Because I was gesturing towards <laughs> Ben. Why did you strike my leg? <laughs> yeah, so y- it could be, we could have, we could have a... A three-way I, I beg your pardon. podcast live. Yeah. How, how are you? I'm good. Good. Right. Next. <laughs> so Maybe today we, we try and cover different topical topics in our lives. Topical topics. Can I say that? Yes. I just did. It works. So we were going to look at the topic of trust. Yeah. And um, how we might need to trust God through difficult times and when things are going wrong or when we're ill or maybe, for example, have a neck problem mm. or financial issues. And, and and also, as guys, whether that's easier for us to do, to trust or harder, and maybe share some anecdotes. And I think Adam wanted to kick us off with some stuff that's going on in his life right now. 
Well, yeah, just so just a a, a wee story about a wee story. I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, sorry. Tell us about your wee in story. Yeah, tell us about your um, incontinence. Well, it's just just about for a long time. So I I've been working full time in a recruitment job that I wasn't enjoying whilst running a part-time business for a long time i i felt like god was saying to me trust me lay down the the recruitment job yeah. and and take the the printing full-time like just trust me it's going to be fine it, it will work out and and i just i kept going for about two years just juggling the two jobs and it got to the point where the printing was getting so busy and the recruitment was getting so quiet that I just felt like I had to I had to do it. And, and it just coincided that literally a, a conversation a, a week or so before um, with my dad, before I made the decision, um, he phoned me and we were chatting to him. And he was saying um, he's got mine and her inheritance invested and he's going to have to... In his gambling debt. Yeah, he's going to have to he's going to have to release the investment as I'm doing that anyway for, for your sister. Do you want me to release some money for you guys to, to do something with? And he had no idea that I'd been thinking about going full time with this, with the printing, but I was really worried about the mortgage and how I was going to pay it and all that sort of stuff. And so, and this is just all like trusting in God. So I, I quit my job and the money came through from my dad and, and literally that was um, 15 months ago and we're still doing really well and uh, we're not really doing any marketing or anything. So I just have to thank God that it's trusting in his provision as, you know. Was, in terms of trust, was it um, a difficult decision because did your previous job pay well? Very well, yeah. It did, so that's very, a lot that of trust That was the there. hardest thing because... Yeah. I, I gave up a lifestyle where I was driving a brand new car. Yeah. We were able to go on nice holidays and buy nice things and I had to give all that oh, up. That's a big step of faith, isn't it? Yeah. But life is, it, you know, life is not about yeah. possessions. It's not at all. And I started to realise that actually I needed to value my health over m- my wealth. Yeah. And you're okay living in the garage? Yeah, it's fine, yeah. Yeah. The rats are a bit... Y- your health in what... Your mental health. Yeah, I think I was starting to get very... I was very stressed out, very on edge all the time. Very yeah. moody, yeah, erratic. Very moody. and Aggressive. I, I found that as soon as I made this the leap of faith, that that all started to go away. And although I was still stressed out about money coming in for the business, etc. Yeah. Mentally, I, I felt like a drain. Like I was... Like all my worries had just gone away mm. and mm. that I was able to just be for a little while you know get back to being me you got a lot, sorry Dan go on uh, I was just going to ask do you think there could be a danger that people listening to this might go oh trusting in God means jacking in my job yeah, if it's that easy and God will provide for me well no see that's what I'm saying so it, for about two years I was battling with God about because I I kept having this same feeling just do it just do it just do it constantly and I just ignored it ignored it ignored it over and over again Um, and I think I wouldn't recommend anyone does anything drastic unless they feel like they are like really being prompted I mean I've heard of people selling houses and moving to you know Haiti to help with stuff like that Um, 
But also you have to do what, if you've got a passion and you've had that passion for years and you feel that, that passion is prompted by God, you should try and push that window, shouldn't you? Push yeah. that door, sorry. But you're right. I just hear stories like they say about writers. Everyone thinks they've got a book in them mm. and they quit their jobs and they're like, don't quit your job because yeah. it's actually incredibly hard to get published mm. yeah. or to make any money out of it. The same with you and your art. Mm. Although we all think you're a, a really gifted artist, well, you know yeah. that it wouldn't make financial sense to go full time no. right but now. But maybe one day. Yeah, you're in a similar position to me though in the sense that you don't in particularly enjoy your job. No, but it pays the bills. But it pays yeah. very well. And y what you would do, if you could, would quit your job and do your art full-time, but you're not yeah. quite ready for that no, yet. No, absolutely. Um, and I think that's to do with stewardship, isn't it? It mm. says if you're faithful with a lot... Uh, sorry, if you're faithful with a little, you'll be faithful with a lot. So like you with your T-shirts and you with your art, you yeah. keep practising, practising. The same with yeah. music. Lots of people play music. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do what they can. Everyone would love to make money from it but you you let it grow and then when it's big enough yeah you go to the next level and you have to keep pushing doors don't you and trying things and yeah. testing things well lots yeah. of people don't necessarily even hear from god about it in certain circumstances so they're like oh i don't know what god's saying to me i don't know what i'm supposed to do next i'm stuck in a and that's like you were saying then you push doors and try it and and you just pray like if this is the right I'm going for a job interview if it's the right job yeah for me Lord I'd let that door open and if it closes and you know it wasn't yeah. meant to be mm. there's hundreds of uh, verses in the Bible about trust isn't there yeah. but my favourite one mm -hmm. which I can't seem to find here is <laughs> the one <laughs> that says um, trust in the Lord with all your heart that one I think uh, Proverbs. No, I think it's the same as that song. Seek ye, seek first the kingdom of God. Oh, that's a great one, Matthew. And mm. yeah, Matthew and five. Yeah, Matthew five. That's it. Seek first the kingdom of God. So put God first, and all these things will be added unto you, and everything else basically will sort that's itself out. Yeah. So put God first, and everything else will fall into line. In, you know, in one way or another. Love that. Which is what you've done, Adam. Yeah. With your printing business and it says don't worry about your clothes or what you eat yeah. or it, the pagans run after such things mm. look at the sparrows even your heavenly father it mat matters to him when one of them falls to the ground yeah how much more precious are you than that yeah look how pretty the lilies are and you're even prettier dan oh <laughs> the lilies <laughs> of the you. field are pretty well you were you were alluding to proverbs 3 5 when you trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own on your own Can understanding. You say that without mumbling. Yeah. <laughs> no, but <laughs> trust in the Lord with all your heart. But obviously, I love the song Eileen. I don't know that song. Eileen. Song about Eileen. <laughs> yeah, Eileen. Eileen. Come on, Eileen. No, oh, no lean. Is that the one? <laughs> yeah. And also, um, Lauren Daigle has a song called um, Is It Trust in You? I think it is. Yeah. Hang on, that's the snake off the Jungle Book. Trust in me. <laughs> all right, Ben. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to say something serious. <laughs> Sorry, go on. But all those sort of things is like, see, in her song, she says about when you don't do the things that I want you to do, yeah. I need to remember that it's not down, It's not on my understanding. It's, it's actually yeah, on yours. Well, that song goes on and I love it. It goes on and says...
I'm trusting that you'll make something beautiful out of me. And that feeling of like, I haven't got a lot to contribute, but I trust in your hands, just like the little boy with the fish and the bread. And he says, like, this isn't enough to do the job to feed 5,000 people, but in your hands, you can make something amazing. Yeah. And and a lot of people miss that, like, literally that little boy came up with what would be the equivalent of a little plastic um, packed lunch from school mm. and go, if we haven't got enough food, you can have mine. What a legend. Like, and I wonder how many other people were out there holding back their yeah. precious little food but in God's hands it multiplies mm. um, great <clears throat> I've got a little anecdote of just about what God's been saying I say I think we as we talked about this before the yeah. mic mics were turned on the, the danger of of using phraseology like God's been saying what we mean by that is we've had some thoughts and we've prayed about them and mm-hmm. that you know it's not like God sent us an email <laughs> um have you ever had an email from God? Uh, no, but I do write emails to God sometimes. Oh, do you? How, who do you address them to? Well, I don't ever send them. They just remain in my draft. Really? And the same on my mobile phone, because I don't know about you guys, but when I pray, I've got a habit of going off topic. Mm. And I find if I'm writing, it concentrates my mind. Mm. Well, I never go off topic. <laughs> no, not you. I, I haven't had an email from God, but I have had an email from a Nigerian king. Oh, good. <laughs> so. About your inheritance? Yeah. Have you not claimed it yet? No, I'm, I've been a bit that. reluctant because it's 84 quazillion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an investment. You'll get it back. It's yeah. stewardship, mate. Yeah. He needs it for his grandmother whose wheels fallen off her bike. <laughs> <laughs> he needs that 8,000 pounds. Carry on. What was your anecdote, Dan? Well, it was more about um, this week uh, I've been... Li- oh, don't pull my leg here. I have got shorts on. I'm not just sitting here in my pants for the podcast benefit. <laughs> this week, uh, I've been helping lead with Adam this youth event. And um, you know how some people don't delegate? I think I'm the other end of the scale. I probably delegate too much. And um, I was trying to think about decisions. And I was reminded of a time where I was working in a mission agency. And we were due to go on outreach. And we all had to pray. It was me and two other female leaders and we all had to pray about where we should go on outreach. And I prayed and I felt strongly that we should go to the Philippines. Um, the other two female leaders came back and both said they felt we should go to Cambodia. And I was like, oh, okay, that's peculiar. We both come back with different answers. And I said, um, okay, let's pray again. Um, because God obviously is going to speak to us. Both came back again. I felt Philippines, they felt Cambodia. So me being an egalitarian leader, I was like, okay, well, we all hear from God. Um, and we ended up booking an outreach first two weeks in, uh, first few month in Cambodia, next month in Philippines. Um, what happened though, was before we went on outreach, I'll tell you the short version of the story. One of the girls ended up eloping and getting married to a strange guy in a hotel room and didn't go on outreach. <laughs> yeah. The other one, one of the parents of the the young people in this school mm. had a prophetic dream in Canada. She felt that one of the the other leader was going out to nightclubs, taking students with her, them, getting them drunk and having one night stands. Blimey. All of this came out 
and she got sent home. So I ended up... So they had a dream about it and it was yeah, true? They had this prophetic dream oh, wow. about it. Um, we were based in Australia. It doesn't sound very pathetic to me. It sounds quite good. Oh dear. And uh, so basically I ended up going on an outreach on my own. To the Philippines. To Cambodia first. We went to Cambodia, which was awful, really yeah. hard. Whilst we were there, another story for another time, but yeah. a, a little girl died oh, and we story. had to rescue yeah. her. And uh, get get her body out of the water. Anyway, and uh, on reflection, what I should have done was back myself. Like I was hearing from God, but I was trying to be egalitarian, and I was like, okay. But as it were, it turned out, um, those people weren't really in the right place, mm. and um, and they ended up making decisions, but couldn't follow through on them. Yeah, uh, and I know God can turn it all for good, but. Just that message about, you know, we're talking about trust, but actually trust in what God is saying to me as sometimes I can, in trying to please other people, I can um, defer responsibility. Uh, so that's just the anecdote I found. I have a question. Go on. Uh, this might sound like a very su superficial question, but um, Cambodia and the Philippines are close to each other and they're both needy people. So does it, would it matter which you went to? And what made what was specific about the Philippines that you wanted to go to? What because there's needy people in both places. Yeah. Well, this is where it comes down to what God is saying, right, to you? Because I, um, I know it sounds a bit like that thing in the Bible when Barnabas and Paul one wants to go to Macedonia yeah, and one wants to go to. But carry on, sorry. Ibiza. Ibiza. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to ask you actually because you were saying you talked about Cambodia but you didn't actually talk about the Philippines so when you got there was that different was that did you feel like this is where I was meant to be yeah That's because odd, the, the thing is is that as Christians we can get busy doing lots of good stuff yeah, yeah. we know there's rotors to be involved in there's um, worship you can be really busy doing lots of Christian things but one of the things you learn, or you're supposed to learn quite quickly, is actually when to say no. Because mm. there's only a limited amount of time. Yeah. And you can't do everything, and you can end up getting burnt out. And one of the ways we do that is discerning between the good and the best. You know the story of Martha, who's running around doing lots of busy stuff. It all looks good. The washing, the ironing, the caking. Cakes. Yeah. In the meantime, Mary is sitting at Jesus' feet listening and yeah. it's trying to discern, okay, God, what are you saying specifically yeah. to me? Mm. So that was me having to learn okay. actually back yourself. Yeah. Ben, have you Hi. got any anecdotes about where you've had to trust God or oh, had many. to make decisions? Or <laughs> why, why are you having a fit? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I think... Yes, I. Uh, if I take a long-term view, I can see baldness. How baldness has affected me. <laughs> I th I thought he was going to start talking about his knee. I'm trying to be serious here. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. Oh, pot kettle black. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm 43, and I've done a lot of travelling, a bit like you, Dan. I've lived in Zambia. I've lived in South Africa. I've lived in India. Worked in all of those places. And encountered many difficult positions. I've had panic attacks over the years, depression, and I can see how God has guided me through all of that to where I am now. He's um, led me through some very 
dangerous situations in India in particular and got me through uh, nurse training when I was having panic attacks. And I can just, it's very difficult to see at the time, but if I take a long-term view, I can see how God has provided for me and uh, led me. Um, carried you. Carried me, yeah. I was As you were talking, I was just thinking about, there's so many stories in the Bible where even, mm. you know, people following God how, are like, God, what on earth are you doing? I've been trying to follow you faithfully. And my, my, yeah. the, the best one I can think of is Joseph, who's trying to be faithful and feels like God's going to put him in a position of leadership. He ends up getting sold into slavery by his brothers. This is all mm. in Genesis, by the way, if you want to have a look. Uh, then mm. he... Um, ends up being wrongly accused of having an affair with his master's wife in Egypt, gets thrown into prison, works his way up in prison, um, interprets dreams. They forget about him for another number of years. And then eventually he's appointed as the second person in Egypt. Command. Ends up predicting mm. there being a famine. Literally saves the world. Literally <laughs> saves the world. Yeah. Basically, every single biblical character is weak and makes mistakes or is yeah. particularly weak, aren't they? Whether physically or yeah. mentally. Tons of it. I mean, yeah. everyone. Well, like with Moses, he, he yeah. had a problem with speaking. And, and with murdering. Bit of a murderer, that <laughs> Moses. <laughs> yeah. But, but he had, he, he had a, a speech impediment and yet he was chosen by God yeah, to go and yeah. talk Ironic. to Pharaoh on behalf of the Israelites. Yeah. And... Um, it reminds me of uh, I don't know where it, Charles the first. Charles the first had a speech impediment, <laughs> he but then he had his head chopped off as well. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from, but my wife has done a piece of art on it where it's it says God doesn't call the equipped; He equips the called. And by that meaning, when you when God gives you a task to do, you might not feel ready, but God knows you're ready, mm. and He'll give you everything you need to be ready. And to get through it. And I think, again, this is this is why I value you two a lot. Because I think in church, we, you know, it's weird. Like Ben says, we see all these stories about these incomplete, inadequate men and women throughout the Bible mm. that God uses. And yet you go yep. into church and you feel like you're supposed to present a everyone's all together. I know. Gideon, Samson, Paul, idiots. The <laughs> 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 lot of them. <laughs> but it gives us hope, hey? Yeah. yeah. David, murderer. Um, and adulterer. 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 Yeah. It'd be l- lovely one day if someone's sitting around talking about our faults in this way. <laughs> <Just listen>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adam, Ben, Dan, idiots. It's the take-home <laughs> message. The take-home message. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. You know, if you're in a situation where you feel it, it's difficult or mm. you're in a situation where you feel you've got a decision to make, you have to trust that that God is with you and, and ask for peace. Don't die with your dreams in your head. <laughs> Don't bleach your hair. Don't bleach your hair. Yeah, and do the classic things. Get to know the Bible. Get inspired from the Bible. Yeah. Back yourself if you feel like God's saying something. Speak to other Christians. Yeah. Also, with Adam's story about the... Uh, you know, don't don't be wild. Don't quit your job just because I've I've heard people doing stuff like that. Yeah. Be sensible, um, but at the same way. time, don't stay in a job you hate all your all your life. Yeah, Ben. No, you, at some point you do have to get out of the boat. Yeah, yeah, metaphorically. But I mean, I I only quit my job because I got a, a 
chunk of inheritance. So I'm just going to lay that out there. Don't go and quit your job. So once that's gone, you're absolutely screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've not got a rich uncle about to give you uh, lots of money, yeah. don't quit your job. Or a Nigerian auntie. So did you did you rely on God or did you rely on the inheritance? Well, I think that came from God. I think No, like, it came from your auntie, didn't it? The, the, no, it came from my dad. dad. But the timing was... Yeah. Impeccable. Okay. Is your dad a Nigerian prince? No. Right. Are we good? Yeah, I yeah. think that was uh, Christianity done. Complete that yeah. level. All wrapped up. And the take-home message is there is no heaven. There's a a new earth and a new hell, is it? Heaven is a place on earth. Like, share, subscribe. Well, that was just a quick look at trust and trying to figure out how to get God more involved in our lives. We hope you found some good content in there and some encouragement. Don't forget to subscribe or leave a comment and maybe consider passing it on to a friend as well. You can email us at thepodicalsonsuk at gmail.com. See you next time. Mm